on today's episode of Homo Superior. If you name a character Pequod, I'm going to be in for a Moby Dick reference. I'm going to oh. be fucking in. That's the name of their ship. Okay. Not the name of the whale. The whale didn't have a name. <laughs> my my brain just broke. <laughs> well, Brent is gay and Kaylin's gay and Clark is gay and Ryan's gay and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, the only podcast sponsored by Domino Massage Services. Get those knots out of your back by having a gun pointed at your head. Domino, issue 299. I'm Kaylin. I'm right. Is Domino on this podcast? <laughs> she is now on this podcast. Uh, I'm Adam. And I'm Brett Wingate. This week, our podcast is building a new team to represent us in our X-Men Assembled Bracket Challenge. We've got some harder choices on the table. It's really heating up. You can always vote on Twitter and Instagram to show how much you care about us having a team that represents us somehow. Then, in our X-Men the Animated Series review, we've finished season four. Was it good? Was it evil? Was it beyond review? <laughs> Find out what our answer is coming up. Right now, it's yes. <laughs> uh, we've also got our weekly issues and a bunch of plugs. <laughs> I wrote bunch, and I misspelled it, bunch. so I just... Get, I just bump, bunch. Bunch. Uh, but first, some housekeeping. Uh, we have a creator crush interview with... Uh, comic book writer Ben Kahn. They're great. Uh, it's a very funny interview. We talk all about sci-fi and uh, cats and everything that uh, really and matters. Leadership. And Brent, leadership. And had an amazing game about leadership styles. You know, John Picard, your Dumbledores. Your Darth Vader's. Yeah. I really enjoyed listening to the podcast because it very much sounded like Ben kept wanting to say, Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> it's, ben is so like New York. Yes. It's great. I, I love them. I love their voice. And yeah. uh, it, coming up in a couple of weeks, Adam and I will be on Ben's and Jeremy Whitley's podcast, Progressively Horrified, where we will be re- reviewing the movie Evil Dead Rise. Spoopsie. Is it Evil Dead Rises or Evil Dead Rise? Evil Dead Rise, baby. Right. That's I a know. lame right. name. Uh, lame name for an even lamer Save movie. Save that for the podcast, but Brent. don't worry. We've got opinions on it. Uh, also, next week is our 300th episode. Oh, guys, we made it to 300. I mean, it's a pretty big mile marker for anyone. Can we yeah. get like a like a foil cover for that anniversary, just like they did in the 90s? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. That's great. A hologram, something. Yeah. Something really razzle-dazzle. Or look. if someone can just say, like, every all 300 times that we say faggot on this podcast. That's baby, just one, that's that's one super episode. cut. That would yeah. be really great. <laughs> like, Here's the first 300 times that we say faggot. <laughs> it's just like the 60 minutes of just us saying faggot. So if speaking of saying the word faggot, we're opening our mailbag for mail fags. <laughs> so send in your questions about X-Men, homosexuality, and just us in general. Uh, probably the best way to do that is on Twitter at Homo Superior X or on Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. You just slide in those DMs, baby, and you shoot out whatever questions you need. You can also wait. write us questions as reviews. So hit five stars, and then just ask your question. <laughs> 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 uh, also, this weekend, we will be in Minneapolis for the Uncanny Experience. I think there are still a few tickets left if you are in that area and are looking to go uh, have a fun X-Con it's jam-packed to the fucking tits <laughs> with, like, celebrities. I mean, every day they're announcing something else, so they might Casper have... Van Dien was just announced yeah. this I week. I think they actually also... Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. What? He's Because he was in Deadpool the Musical. Or, yeah, that's what it was. They, I, oh, wow. By the it way, was weird that his first starring role was... <clears throat> Uh, Deadpool the musical. <laughs> like he's been in a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Too. Well, they also they just announced, true? Yeah. and I don't know if you guys heard this, but they announced they created an alternate Earth where they will have an uncanny experience there. So if you can't experience it in our timeline, <laughs> you can experience. It oh, that it's one. the counter experience. <laughs> yeah, Got it. Exactly. Uh, and lastly, uh, you know, we're just pumping out crazy amounts of merch. Uh, we've got a Justice for Butterrum shirt, which you know about. Yeah. Uh, a you Limbo love. Embassy. Uh, the Four Rules of Krakoa. Yeah. Uh, and we're coming out with more and more every week. So check it out. Buy a shirt. Show your friends. Tell them that we've got cool designs because I need that for my ego. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the real stuff. All right. X-Men Assemble. It's Mutant Madness. Homo Superior. That's us. We're in desperate need of a home team X squad. And it's up to you to help uh, create that. You can vote for each matchup uh, on Twitter at Homo Superior X or Instagram on 
uh, Home Superior Podcast. Go and pick your favorite choices and tear down the characters you hate. What could possibly go wrong? So Heat 2 is nearly complete. We've been doing this since the end of August. Uh, and then starting Monday, September 18th, we're going to do uh, final categories. First up, it's a Clash of the Titans, y'all. It's Gene Grey versus Storm. Spicy. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. wow. Sorry, Gene. Storm's going to win. I'm, yeah, right. I'm, I'm predicting that. I will say. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, and then for... Uh, Don't make like, it sound like we've rigged this system. We've no, rigged this system. We, well, we did the Hellfire <laughs> Gala stuff, and I thought it was like, wasn't that also Gene versus Storm as well? And so we saw that played out. Yeah, but people aren't judging on fashion. And they've, and now Gene I'm stands, always judging on fashion. Gene stands right. have coalesced. <laughs> so <laughs> they've unionized. Let's do a little bit of a look back. So oh. for leaders, uh, Storm trounced Kate Bride. And for villains, Exodus squeaked past Frenzy. So, Ryan, let me ask you. Was Storm always going to win this heat no matter what? Or was there a time in history where Kate could have possibly beaten Aurora? I don't think they're in the same category at all, though. Like, it's it one. It feels like newcomer that has taken a place with Kitty or Kate, as she goes by now. And Storm will always win. I think she's just fan favorite no matter what. Yeah. Even Claremont would be like, yeah, I gotta go give she it to Storm. Obviously, yeah. Even though Kate, like Kitty, was his beast. Like, good for Kitty. I'm glad yeah. she's doing. And Beast great. is a totally different. I'm glad beast. she's yeah. murdering people. Claremont's like, this never would have happened if she was able to be what White Panther or whatever the yeah. fuck. Yeah. Story oh, Jesus was Christ! Yeah. Why are Black. you bringing that? Yeah. You saved that for Uncanny Experience. You can ask that, at, uh, Jesus. that himself right there. Thank God we're an X-rated podcast. <laughs> All right, Brent. So you and Adam, as you know, newer readers, voted for Exodus, while Ryan and I voted for Frenzy in the villain matchup. Do you think Frenzy has gotten any real attention to Krakoa, or is Exodus just too interesting a character? I want to dispute this because I'm not a reader. I <laughs> casually skim the comics <laughs> and guess at what's out there. I'm looking at the pictures mostly. Um, here's the thing I voted for Exodus because I do think. Um, his outfit is stupid, yeah. mm -hmm. but his characterization is fantastic. Uh, a religious zealot who uh, has insane amounts of power and will whip their dick around anyone who will listen. Love it. Uh, I too. don't know a single thing about Frenzy, and I don't want to. Um, oh, wow. no, I don't, I don't no, know. No, 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 it's okay. She said you heard it here first. Adam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and last, but, apparently. But, but seriously, I don't know anything about Frenzy, and so I, I would have no reason to vote for her. I mean, she barely got any play in uh, fucking Sore. Like, she's she, been around, I just but like, barely. like her so much, and my bias to showing, like, anytime there's a character of color, oh, I will 100%. always vote for them over the person who isn't. I want to, like, color. I want more from Frenzy. I know that she had a big place, I feel yeah. like, what, in the she, like, she was a, She was a background character for a long time or, like, sort of just helping out Exodus all the time, and then she got a, a really good spotlight in, like, mm, probably, like, 2010s, would you yeah, say? Yeah, like, uh, X-Men Legacy 10s. era. Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't want to be stupid and glib, but isn't Exodus a character of color? Like, even if you took away the... The fact that he's got like a bright fuchsia skin. Wasn't he born like in the Middle East? Uh, I mean, he was a crusader, so oh, he was, okay. yeah, yeah. So he's oh, okay. he's I thought European. He was like, yeah, God, I thought he was with like Jesus and stuff. And I mean, like a thousand years after he's Jesus. maybe friends with Jesus. I don't know. Should Are we, we all friends? Him? I mean, that I thought he's been around much longer, but okay. I don't know. Maybe I don't know either of these characters. <laughs> he was around. He was around for like the original Black Knight, like Stop in the Middle Ages. Oh, uh, okay. Stop flipping through the yeah. comics and then throwing them. You <laughs> scroll. <laughs> Do Stop doom scrolling through comics. All right. Well, Brent can't tell time, obviously. So for the queers, uh, Shatterstar beat out Karma, and then Richter went out against Prodigy. Um, so moving past that for one second. Ryan, you voted for Bishop over Forge. Why is that? Um, <laughs> I don't like kids, I guess. Um, I like that he like tries to murder them all the time. Uh, right. Like you, babies, Ryan, you mean? Ryan, yeah. You don't have to guess at your own opinions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think Bishop's more captivating. I think his story's more interesting. I think he's more captivating in the animated series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Forge is bull. Oh wait, yeah. Wait, who who was he up against? Was it it was a cable, right? Uh. uh Wait. No, no, no. Bishop versus Forge this time around. Baby. Cable versus Hope. The that's crazy. 
You're well, crazy. Forge is boring. Forge is insane. Forge is like, I need to go into a time room. So I'm going to fucking make a suit out of it's, my friends. It's not recency bias. And our podcast oh. should be called recency no, bias. No, I'm saying, by the I'm way, saying by his, the way. his yeah. fan, because Forge was like, obviously had some major plays back in the 80s and then kind of just died on the vine he and did, then yeah. came back. I so just like I'm saying he's interesting now. But I always thought character. Forge came in and... <laughs> diluted people's characterization so i thought he brought storm down i just i'm not a big fan of him i'm like remember when he tried to uh build those fire homes or whatever for the homeless yeah i just was, i'm not a big that, fan. that was like last month yeah. wasn't it <laughs> literally he's like uh are we radical enough what if we gave free homes to everyone yeah. it's uh, bishop looks good at the hellfire gal what do you want from me honestly <laughs> yeah. right you just, you just love a mullet from the 90s that's what it kind of yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, let's go over to uh, Deadpool over Dokken. I was shocked that Dokken, a.k.a. Fang, won on both Twitter and Instagram. Why do you think Superior voted for Deadpool, Adam? Uh, Recency bias. <laughs> <laughs> Name of the game, baby. Yeah. Um, I think I, I know I ended up sometimes go back and forth and just maybe choose what I think the folks will choose in terms of like what will the popular vote actually be. Yeah. And I think it's Deadpool just has such a very clear brand. Whereas I think Dokken, particularly in, sorry, in front of the pod, Steve, but like even in Marauders, I feel like the character. The character was almost best more recently in what the all new Wolverine that um, Tom Taylor wrote, and then also uh, the Iceman series that's that Cena Grace wrote. Yeah, because right. yeah. I just feel like he hasn't really shown up, and the stuff he has shown up, the whole relationship with Aurora was weird, and I just feel like their character hasn't really gone anywhere. Yeah. Whereas Deadpool has been killing it in X Force, so I was voting. He's not her. consistent. Dokken uh, as slash Fang, Fang is not a consistent he, character. Fang, the fact that I forgot that he's even Fang now doesn't matter. Like it's just like yeah. what? Who cares about the story? Stupid yeah. Name. yeah, he was much more interesting when he was like amoral and like I think like solemn and Wolverine yes. has yes. become yeah. or exactly. like or X Men Red even has become a lot more interesting in that regard yeah, and like being like like he's lost sort of the gray characteristic of him. Yeah. And he's become like a white hat, so to speak. Well, anti like oh, I'm a I'm a dick, but I'll definitely but, and fight I like to suck justice. dicks too. Yeah. All right. So uh, getting in the female centric battles of mind and magic, Betsy Braddock shockingly got whaled by uh, Quanon and Magic, especially took down Moonstar. So Adam, back to you. Do you think Krakoa has dimmed Betsy, or was so much of a repeal based around having like Quanon's body for? Close to 30 years. I don't know how everybody else voted, but I very much voted for the fat, the actual Quanon, not just like who I know or look at or see for yeah. the, you know, 30 years of reading comics. But what they have done with after the body switchback, the fact that Quanon was so well-developed in Hellions and was has just continued to thankfully rise from the ashes of fallen angels, I think is great. Whereas with Captain Britain and particularly Betsy, she always feels like she's built into a narrative structure rather than really being able to just exist and grow as a character. Whereas I think Quanon got that opportunity. So I'm, I'm happy that she's sticking out, but I don't really know what everybody else would, would say. I thought I was vetting, voting for Betsy in Quanon, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was revenge that I was voting against. Revenge. Oh my God. It's confusing. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, so in Fit and Wit, Rogue Fisted Armor and Jubilee tricked 20, 55% of the voting public into thinking she's a great character, while Multiple Man had to settle for 45%. Uh, Ryan, are you excited for Disco Queen Dazzler versus the annoying Mall Babe photocopy of Dazzler? <clears throat> if Dazzler doesn't motherfucking win, you're going to go on a rampage. I'm going to riot. I'm gonna go directly to You'll Chris Claremont's home. <laughs> do you think? Do you think there's any way we could get her on a split ticket? <laughs> uh, no labels is looking for some candidates yeah. there. People love Jubilee, okay? I was, yeah. and I don't yeah. know why. Adam, Adam loves Jubilee. Like he voted for Jubilee. I you dressed as the as Jubilee at the con, right? Mm. And he loves no, chili no, fries. What? Yeah. <laughs> Can I say I'm? I know Jubilee is popular, but I really would have liked Multiple Man on the table. Yeah, well, way more interesting a character. Would. Way more interesting. Especially I feel like he got really sidelined after X Corp. And I, I wish that he it was It was like a more. bad movie where they're like, we can't cast the celebrity for another couple of years. You <laughs> know, really real Chris up. Pratt. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's Not the thing. Maker. It's the thing like, that we talked about last week. Uh, if a character is one of these, you know, C-level 
B-level characters unless a particular writer has an interest yeah. in that character. They get no time in the sun. Well, like the Matthew Rosenberg miniseries that we read and reviewed on podcasts a number of years ago was fine, but like I think Peter David has been the only writer that's really had a good handle on Jamie Maverick. Uh, otherwise, it's always been just kind of like, eh, or it's been a photocopy and of a photocopy. A, that was a good solid 10 years of him Maybe being like 50. Up. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who knows in, in comic universe, but like, yeah, it was, it was so four, good. 14 Hellfire Galas ago is what it was. <laughs> exactly. All right, so Heat 2 of the Classics is not quite through, but it, by the time you listen to this podcast, we will know who has won. Currently, Nightcrawler is leading Gambit, thankfully. Meanwhile, Polaris has completely annihilated her ex, Havoc. Brent, why do you think Havoc's doing just so piss poorly? Well, Polaris has two superpowers. One is for manipulating metal, and the other is for bending votes in her way. So she, she is just a star, yeah. and there's no way you can dim that light. And I think that, like... Havoc is great. I think that there's been a lot of stuff for him in yeah. the Krakoan era that's uh, really gone in his favor, giving him more complexity, letting him kind of reconcile with some of his past and try and move on. But Polaris is just too much fun. She's We're going to have a team come. of powerful women, <laughs> and yeah. that's it. She's like a reality TV star to me. Like She's just mm-hmm. like, there's, there's an it factor about it. Like She's messy, but you just want to keep watching it. Well, I think it's hilarious that both like Scott Summers was defeated by Jean Grey and Havoc is being likely going to be defeated by Polaris. It's like both Summers brothers are getting their asses kicked by the when women that they love. When does Vulcan When is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll day. be in uh, Heat 3, I guess. <laughs> What's I he know. going up against? Mysterium? Or? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A piece of a piece of blank paper, Uh, Ryan. So Nightcrawler was barely used for over a year during the Krakoan era, and for another good chunk, he was just like a mindless beat beast. Excuse me. Oh my god, that's so rude. Uh, I know, but it's true. (laughs) Yet he's still beating Remy, uh, who's been used pretty consistently over the last few years. Yeah, my rogue. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I think you already have your answer. Whatever you're about to answer, Kayla. I think that's the answer. I'm just going to move on then. Nightcrawler's uh, great. I love that. Nightcrawler is better and he's hotter. People forget that he smells like farts. That's right. They haven't figured out. Yeah. Because you always think it's like sexy. Like you're like, oh, you could teleport anywhere. And like maybe you could be be inside me. And then all of a sudden you're like, it smells like shit constantly. So here's my shit. It's okay. brimstone. It's brimstone. It's like it's like clean sulfur. sulfur. And I've been told my shit smells like brimstone. Well, that's because you're eating, eating a lot brimstone. of coals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all those hookah coals you're eating. That's right. I will say, like, you know how, like, some guys, you're like, I kind of like your stink. Like, I like the way that you smell. <laughs> like, you know, like. Yeah, when you're, no, must, guys. Must. Shh, shh, shh. What I do you, like, like, what do I you like, mean, Caitlin? I like what your do you body mean? odor. <laughs> like, with Nightcrawler, he's so hot and so personable. That you kind of like his brimstone. Kayla. It's like when you find the right person and you like don't mind their like morning breath smell. Like you know, it's like oh, I, I'm fine People with this. People always talk about in West Virginia how <laughs> great it is to be next to those coal mines. <laughs> <laughs> They're like it's the smell, you know. It's just yeah. It's in if the, I could. Joe bot- Manchin has been saying that for years. If okay? I could bottle this in Coda um. Yeah. Does it? How long do you think it lingers on him? I think it's I think it's really only the teleporting. So it's like when he shows up, and then it goes That's away. That's what I yeah. imagine. Yeah, it's more like it's like a like an air freshener can, but like a little like like, like, a, Febri- it's like a it's like, like a, a Febreze spray. I yeah. hate to smell you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so this weekend is the end of Heat Two with the, our X Factor category: X Teens, Wild, and Wilder. The Wilder is crazy. We'll get to that in a second. So in the X Factor, it's self soul friends Doug versus Warlock. Uh, and then ex-roommates Dust versus Surge in Teens, ex-teammates Feral versus Sunspot in our wild card category, and finally in the wilder card carry, fucking Clark, it's Mamamax versus Squirrel Guard, a, cr- a character <laughs> he created. It's an amalgamation of Vanguard with the head of a squirrel. Nice. Uh, so what do you guys think about these matchups? Are you, is there any you're looking forward to or not looking forward to at all? I think Clark is a devious little rat bastard for putting Mamamax and Squirrel Guard in the same heat so that one of them has, has to go to on. Because they're <laughs> both so beloved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Dustin Surge will be interesting. And then obviously 
I, th- I feel like more people will end up picking Warlock instead of Doug. No, I think Doug wins oh, that man. one. Yeah, I think I think Doug Ramsey has his fans. Like, Nobody loves Feral. That bitch is not going to make so, it. Except for there's a Feral fan that follows us on Twitter. So on X Factor, they have like a button that they can put like a gold buzzer. Yeah. They can press like advance someone automatically to like the semifinals. I don't remember can we that get, in the comics. Can we, get, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we get one that's the reverse? Like, can I automatically cause Warlock to lose? Because I... I do not want that motherfucker on our fucking team. South friend doesn't like. Shut me. the fuck up. Hey guys, we're all up. voting for War- Warlock now, right? Oh Everybody vote for Warlock. Well, well we can't decide. You can. Oh god. We can only split your ties <laughs> and rig your vote. I'm kidding about that. Uh, all right. So the final categories, as I mentioned before, begin on Monday, September 18th, and it goes through uh, September 25th. And following that, Clark is going to split up the 16 winners into two different teams. And on the 27th of this month, you'll make the final decision on what our X team is. The final winner will be revealed on September 29th on podcast. Kalen, when he splits them, he's like cutting them in half and giving half to one person that wants it. It's King Solomoning it. Well, he's like splitting the atom. You know, because there's children of the atom, he's splitting it. He's nimrod. It's fission. Oh, my Lord. Great. Well, Let's that's been our, yeah, X-Men Assembled. TV, MCU Next TV, our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. This week, we have continuing coverage of X-Men the Animated Series. Season 4, Episode 21, Beyond Good and Evil, Part 4. The following case. Wait, so what? When did you become like NPR voice, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Adam Casari of uh, NPR. Bum, 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 bum. I only listen to this is MCU there. Next TV. Okay. Uh, following Cable and the X-Men's inability to stop Apocalypse in the past, the team uses Gray Malkin to head towards the axis of time, where Apocalypse betrays and is betrayed by Magneto and Mystique, while Sinister and the Nasty Boys know where their bread is getting buttered. <laughs> what? Bishop makes a grand entrance as does something other than yell at the most irritating character ever made for Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, first things first, Immortus is Bender. Bender is Immortus. What? Uh, Were you shocked, Brent? I'm like, who the fuck is this fucker? Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it was Immortus. I had to look it up. Yeah. Um, but also... When we watched it as kids, I would never have been able to tell you that either. It really does make your character look terrible, that the choice of character they pick is every Robin Williams character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every Jim Carrey. Like, oh, yeah. ooh, this is the one you chose to pretend as? But don't you think, <laughs> like, if you literally were immortal and trapped in an axis of time, wouldn't you be crazy, too? But he wasn't crazy. Because he was immortal. You barely, you literally saw him just transform. <laughs> he wasn't crazy. He, he literally was, transformed into a mortis after saying this. He was putting on an act and disappeared. He was doing an act. He's yeah, like, but like <laughs> I got them. Adam. He wasn't really a janitor. You but know that's that, right? a crazy person. <laughs> and he's not a crazy person. We're saying he's pretending to be a crazy person and his pretending sucks. And who pretends to be he crazy? Had- Crazy people. <laughs> he had all of time to you know study. What? Hurt all... people, hurt people, crazy people, crazy, <laughs> crazy people. people. He's literally outside of time to study every actor who's ever existed, and that's what he came up with. <laughs> he very much is the genie in Aladdin. Yeah. Except is, not yeah. good. Yeah. Da, 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 he literally just, he just, uh, the <laughs> reason why bad. Adam likes him is because he just does what Adam does, which is like the last word, the <laughs> sentence you use, I'm going to use it in some way that's wrong. And then jumps off a bridge. Oh, no. Yeah. Ba- wrong ba- sounds like a song. Oh, that's Baker's crazy. Is Adam a mortis? Fucking off. Crazy, I'm amazing. What but like, what if I was a mortal? <laughs> yeah. uh, let's talk about more interesting characters. You had all of the psychics, uh, Mesmero, Oracle, Moondragon, Rachel Summers, Strife, Emma Frost, Mastermind, Gremlin, my favorite, you. Games Master, <laughs> Karma. Revanche was also there, but actually she's captured as Revanche Quanon. So this is like when they were fully, yeah. I guess, body swapped, although they're right. So And then Typhoid Mary, which... Really didn't make sense to me. Does she have psychic powers? She's a mutant. Yeah, but she's not a psychic. She's like got powers. She's Don't worry up. about Does it. She's like pyro. Not yeah, I was like, doesn't she have pyrotechnic? They're like, whatever. Throw her in the pile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, seriously. They, like, I, it was all Easter eggs. It's like the animators. Mesmero like, was yeah. like a really interesting I, one. I was uh, interested to see Strife there. That was yeah. That, that was, was kinda, wild. Yeah. You yeah. think he would have been like brother? Yeah. <laughs> Close. Yeah. It was a '90s, so I'm sure he would have done a Hulk Hogan sort of like. Gene, hey there, yeah. brother. Gene breaks out of the tube, and she's like, "Scott, there's something about that guy up there. I guess we'll never know." And they just leave. Yeah. While well, she's wearing her wedding dress. 
Let's, um, let's not talk to any of them before we have to go. <laughs> I will say this is like the they stuck the landing very much in this fourth episode. I really enjoyed it. I love nothing more than a reformed villain like turning on like like the actual yeah. big bad and saying you were manipulating me. I was manipulating you this entire time. Like that reveal with Mystique. That's Chef a great Chef Kiss. Great. It definitely covered up what I consider a terrible, terrible plot device, which is when someone uses science in the vaguest way possible mm. to try and justify an evil plan. Uh, m- mind and space are the exact, and time are the exact same. They're intricately connected. So I was going to blow them up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, you know, having that explanation, I'm like, ugh, for Magneto to turn around and be like, bitch, I've been here the whole time. You don't have to get ready if you stay ready, motherfucker. I thought was great. Yeah. A great way to salvage the episode. Did you like the explanation of, like, they can predict the future because when you're psychic, you're out of time. Like, you're not within time's realm. Yeah, it's a I rival can, the movie. That's fine. I mean, I think that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's I fine. fine. I think it's but just like... When I gotta blow really, it up is when it... It's really up. late in the story to have that conversation. Like, if there was like a yeah. some mention of like, hey, you're kind of entering this astral plane or something like that, that you become connected to time in some abstract way. This kid show really did not think through its plot lines. Is what you're look, saying. look, hey, hey, you know what? I'm here. I know they didn't expect five gay guys to review this 38 years later. But listen, I... I'm going to poke some holes into this plot. I'm fucking here, motherfucker. I, you know what? I, I saw it when uh, Magneto and Mystique uh, went against them. I was like, up for them. Yeah. I did. I was like, yeah, you, a little bit of like, hell yeah, like cheer moment. Yeah. And yeah. Apocalypse falls out the I window. I remember being Whoa! surprised by, because what is it? It's death that Mystique is like transformed as. He's like, yeah. Fine, oh, yeah. destroy Magneto. And then he gets zapped. And we I was like, knew. Oh, we shit. knew what was going to happen. Yeah. But it was fun. Not when I was Also, sad. Apocalypse sounded like Bane. Or maybe I just hear Bane everywhere now. Yeah. No, no the wildest voice was uh, the Grey Malkin computer that was like, and then if you're like in the, the in time, then Xavier. Can, I'm like, what is this voice acting? <laughs> That's your voice. I don't think. I know. I don't think this is the voice sounded like at all. But it I do did. like that. I do like Ryan's internalized edit. <laughs> yeah. Are you surprised by the fact that, like, you know, sinister? I get because he's fucking like nuts. But you think that gorgeous George was like, yeah, whatever, destroy time and space, and let's start again. I'm sure that'll end up in my favor. He's a messy well. bitch who lives for chaos. <laughs> like of was, course, gorgeous George all, is for it. All of the nasty boys just be like, yeah, what. Whatever, let's just keep this plan. Guys, up. Ruckus really has a way with words <laughs> all the time, all the time. So Apocalypse's plot was really convoluted of like he wanted to reshape time yeah. and space to like look whatever he wanted. I'm like, there's an easier way you could have done this. But I mentioned this off podcast. Uh, I think this ran concurrently or just like slightly after Age of Apocalypse. So like to write it, script it, animate it, all that stuff, they would have had to have done it at least a year before, I would say, yeah. eight months to a year. Sure. So I think Bob Harris, who is a producer of this series uh, or executive producer and the editor of the X-Books at the time, was probably like, guys, we, let's create a little bit of synergy. Let's find a way to make Apocalypse the really big bad, like, you know, for like the major X-Men, like, you know, storylines and different mediums. There, so I think it's an interesting bit of like you know parallel storylines. Well, this, absolutely, this yeah. was supposed to be the series finale, so that makes even more sense. Of well, if we can't have more of this, how do we push people to go maybe read a similar story in a comic based right. on the time and that so, it's coming out? Um, do you think his plan was smart? It was a really good plan. And you really Bob Harris or Apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Apocalypse. Bob Apocalypse. Bob Apocalypse. Bob Apocalypse. I think, like, I guess Apocalypse plan in Beyond Good and Evil was fine, I guess. What's weird in Age of Apocalypse, it's like he kind of just lucked into it because Legion went to the past to try to kill Magneto, right. yeah. accidentally kills Professor X. And he's just like, oh, whoops, now I'm like ruler, supreme ruler of this universe. I mean, I, I feel like I get the plan here. I think it's just the underlying mechanics of it are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Mind and time. Uh, Mind and time. Bishop's journey was one that Bishop's... will go down in the history books of oh wonkiness. Oh, my God. Yeah. He just sat on a rainbow bridge anything. for 8,000 years. Three episodes, nothing. he just was 
easing, yet- easing on down that road. He fucking finally got to the end, and then he just shot at Psylocke. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's that, it. That gun That's is the plot of the Wiz. That gun is so goddamn I powerful. Know. It has taken down so many people. <laughs> it yeah, was you voted for him over a forge. Dude. Do you know how many times? I he, love him. So, He's great. So <laughs> that uh, guy sucks. Time, time, time show Bob or whatever the character is. <laughs> yeah. Show Bob. He, Stop it. He fucking every time would just piss Bishop off. And so Bishop whipped out his gun. He tried to kill Every him. interaction he, he had, Bishop pulled out his gun. So much so that in the same episode, Bishop pulled out his gun on him twice. Yeah. yeah. And then put it back just so he could pull it again. He doesn't care. This is why I like him. He doesn't. He will kill him. He will kill him. He will definitely try to kill him yeah. or children. I love that. about. I that am going to miss the way he says future. future. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Um, also, I love their part of the partnership with Psylocke that he was like, yeah. we're friends now. Yeah. Friends, friends, oh, and Angel is definitely like, okay. oh, yeah, he's Let's so Let's have Psylocke. a convo about what <laughs> when Angel finally got back. Uh, good, good, uh, good on him for actually getting spotlight like yeah. in these episodes. It was nice to see him. His hair looks great. His hair <laughs> really looks did. fucking great. Um, he he arrives and he goes, I don't know why, but I was concerned about you. <laughs> Such a good Just Easter egg. I don't know why. Don't I'm know. not really sure. It's because your hat. My favorite is that you know that they were They're talking in the writer's room being like, well, we should definitely put an Easter egg in about uh, Psylocke and um, and Warren in there. And then it's probably just like, oh, put like a placeholder in there for now. Like, I'm I'm concerned <laughs> like, about you for some we're reason. We're definitely coming back and not going through an animation like studio change. I, and they like definitely I, let it. I don't know what it is, Psylocke. I feel like I was... Written to be interested in you. My, my <laughs> complaint is this. The rest of the cast was available for the finale. They should have been utilized. They were on fucking that Grey Malkin ship, and they didn't. They weren't utilized in the final battle. Only Wolverine was. And also, Beast, Jubilee, <laughs> Shard were just all hanging. And Rogue but that's all what. So out. that's the craziest part to me. I was going to ask, were my eyes deceiving me? Wasn't Beast... I, in the fucking path, like he didn't go yes. back to the mansion. He so did. They, they, he did go back to the mansion. I, I no, I think they like I'm wrote. They, I think they him. accidentally fucked it up, and obviously it was like the last episode where they're like, "Well, we can't animate Beast out of this." But they, I think, originally didn't have him in the past fighting with everybody. Because you're right, nobody really showed up after that. But they showed Beast disappearing from the from like their time. They did, and they, they cut some costs. Just it in was general. so funny to me. I'm like, wait a minute, he's literally just finished fighting over there. He's with Storm and all of them. <laughs> What's funny to me was that you started out this four... You're not laughing. This four-episode arc... I did it before. Oh, okay. Sorry. You, I got it out <laughs> in advance. My apologies. They had, Free laughed. They had a four-episode arc that began with Scott and Jean having a wedding and getting married, <laughs> and they never came back to so, it. Yeah. No, they're they like... Said, no, they said at the end. She's like, we really can't do honeymoons. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Well, okay. But also, maybe just have like the last scene Actually, be the, a married. wedding. It'd be funny if it's like they, everything's like on fire and they're just like it cutting the cake. Awkward, it is and an then, awkward no, series the, finale. Like, it end, doesn't really wrap anything up. The it was Cable going, now to go back a week before to save my son... I want to say name Kevin. <laughs> it was a Tyler. Name. Um, <laughs> well, what did you? What did you? Kyle. You called him Kyle. I called him Kyle. His name is Tyler. 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 This Tyler. is this is the Nathan. last Jesus episode Christ. with the original art style. So in uh, remembrance and reverence for the disgusting artistry in the arms of Archangel. <laughs> what is your <laughs> What is your favorite ridiculous? cell or animation or sequence mine is um rogue falling on her ass fighting apocalypse and just that juicy ass just sitting out right in front of the screen that's a good one that's a real good one oh god uh, i Go i liked her on the plane wing where her <laughs> hair should have been right. ripping out and she opens that's a book a reads that's right that's right that was fun i liked that do you have one no i don't i, I mean probably any time a group of more than two people are moving toward the camera. Yeah. They don't move their legs and just grow in size. <laughs> One thing that they do really well is when they're about to fly, they really like do a full squat and then jump up. Yeah. They're flying. Like that feels real. I, I this animation is great though. My runner up is the Morlock tunnel when <laughs> there was all the people covered in scorpions. It was like 
Well, that was that's the voice. That'll be the audio clip that I'll always keep inside yeah. my mind as I go to hell. I also I <laughs> I also liked when the artists were clearly told to bite off more than they could chew. Where they're like, "All right, draw a close up of their face, but make it as expressive as possible, but only in the eye area." Yeah, they really do that with Magneto a lot too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna miss this style. Well, it gets worse, y'all. It's only gets worse, right? <laughs> it gets that's much so worse. I, I'm so excited because I have not seen any oh, of this God, season. Oh God, you're gonna have. So many, uh, so many guys. You think you think it was bad now? Just you wait. And so we're taking up we're taking failings. a little break from doing the anime series for the next couple of weeks because yeah. we're another episode. Honestly, we're not going. We're exhausted. To. I know. Hey, exhausted. And we yeah. need to let the listeners catch up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. They're so, long twenty minute episodes. You know. You know. Some faggots were like, "All right, I'm watching it every week with them," and they're like, "This is too much. I'm gonna just listen to this." Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what Ryan Rexroth said. Our yeah. friend. Um, all right. Let's get into the issues. Our weekly recap of all things X, and so continues the fall of X. Next week we've got x-men number 15 children of the vault number two x-men red number 15 i have x-men red number 15 astonishing iceman number two and x-force number 44 let's start with that juicy goosey x-force benjamin percy robert gill mikhail rasputin continues his control of colossus and capture of x-force while domino and sage work together to free their comrades this felt like a great issue of x-force because it felt very espionage and mm-hmm. black opsy like, you know, Domino running around, like, you know, uh, trying to figure out, like, what happened with Colossus and trying to find the rest of X-Force. That felt like a secret agent mission. Meanwhile, Sage is, like, the person in the chair, mm-hmm. very much like the Q or the M, the like Chloe. in James Bond. Or Chloe, <laughs> yes, exactly. There's always a person in the chair, right? A guy in a chair, a girl in a chair, a person in the chair. It's like the sisters are doing it for themselves in this issue. Fucking awesome. I loved it. And, like... You know, it finally feels like they're trying to bring the storyline to a head. Like, Domino's figured out what's going on with Colossus. She's clued in Sage. You see Kid Omega and uh, uh, Omega Red and Wolverine, Wolverine, like, being sort of trapped in what whatever prison that Mikhail has them in. I don't know. I fucking enjoy the shit out of this. I think there's a lot to like. I do wish the conversation that... Uh, Mikhail had with Chronicler I knew happened gonna... a lot sooner in all this. <laughs> right. So that you, because I think, okay, Chronicler actually has some limits on what he can use his powers and how he can use them. And there's consequences for just switching away to write about yeah. someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing that would have made it feel like a more reasonable It, it felt yeah. like uh, Stephen King finishing another book and then his wife coming in and be like, can you just finish this one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you really honestly, who and cares? Then, uh, Mo found point. the kids. And he's like, God damn it, it's my crap. Th- that turn was very fascinating um, because it could have been really boring if he was like, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll just write someone else. So, but I, I like to see this interpretation of his his power. It's it's kind well, of it fun. also it also is very interesting. And he could die if I stop. Uh, well, as far as incentives go, he has good reason to up the stakes of what bad things can happen if Colossus goes away because he seems like he's trying to plan some way to usurp Mikhail. I and, also like. I'm sorry, Ryan. I, I also like that um, Mikhail, who is like quote unquote a master manipulator can make mistakes and I like the idea of somebody who thinks they're in control of something doesn't isn't seeing every single angle and uh, realizing oh shit I should have done more research yep. I should have like figured this out we've seen that happen all the time yeah. before so yeah. I think it, it it weirdly humanizes a pretty terrible human that's, being that's why i'm enjoying this kind of sequencing so much as i half expected this to be another like i'm another villain that's also smarter than you and i also did this stuff and it's like no oh shit i fucked up now I what are we up. gonna do yeah. it makes it it makes the plot line far more interesting while like the bigger bad of orcus is actually executing on what they you know are, are trying to do yeah so uh one other thing that i really liked and then i want to ask a fashion question of course sage as you um do. A thing that I thought was very interesting was a conversation with Domino where Domino is wondering like, hey, why do we have this no place tumor? Isn't it like dangerous? You know, doesn't it cause cancer? And Sage goes only through prolonged exposure. We're determined. And uh, we've determined the thing I like about it is it does feel a little bit like Beast has rubbed off on her in some way. Like, yeah, yeah this is an acceptable danger for me. Yeah. Um, also, 
if it's around you all the time, that's prolonged well, exposure. I was, wondering, I was wondering, like, is it inside? Because isn't that the place that she built for Omega Red to fuck around in? The no place was for Moira. Oh yeah. no, that was it. Yeah, that was for wrong. Yeah, so, Moira. So that's why Moira had cancer. Like yes, it had ten right, of right, right, My right. fashion question yeah. is about Sage's rings are in eyeshadow. It instead of curling up like a cat's eye, it curls down like a hook. Oh, oh yeah, what's going? What on? is going oh, on? She's giving what's her I, face from last season. Is it um, supposed to be the of Drag Race? What what she had like the it's diabetes. Like, it's almost like a weird. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. It's like a triangular teardrop. Is that supposed to be just bad shadow of the sun? No, it looks like, no, it is not. It looks like Nightwing's like domino yeah, mask in the night. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. can you can also see it in the other images. It's clearly there. Oh, she's because sh- now she's sad. Now she's, she's sad and angry. You know, she's going through rehab. Like Emo. whatever, let her get into makeup. Yeah, it's let like her, it's like, like when a gay guy stuff. like dyes his hair blonde. Yeah, I, know. Right. I thought you were gonna <laughs> ask if like Mikhail and um, Peter's like their outfits were cute. <laughs> oh yeah, they were slamming. They were. Uh, they were great. His brothers doing. I am um, mind controlled. Brothers Klaus is so fucking hot. Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah. R.I.P. to Black Tom's loss of connection to Krakoa. I know he seems sad. Uh, yeah, he went from we to I. Hmm. Uh, what about Boba's green ring? What the fuck is that shit? What do you think uh, that is? MacGuffin, MacGuffin, MacGuffin. I know, right? There's, I've never seen power like this before, except for the 17 other times I've never seen power. <laughs> that like was the weakest I think of this issue. I'm like another goddamn MacGuffin. Yeah. I assume like if they kill all, oh, like if they destroy all, of them, then like Voldemort will be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. The, it you has that it. vibe, uh, obviously, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. All right, let's get on with Children of the Vault number two, Dennis Camp and Luca Maresca. Bishop and Cable capture Martillo from the children and demand answers. Elsewhere, the other children's philosophies of new and old collide, particularly between Serafina and Capitan. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that was that's an exactly issue. the description of it. Wait, yeah. uh, quick temperature take. Uh, how do you guys feel about this? It I was dropped off for me. It dropped off for me too. Really? I really, really love the first issue, and I think a lot of it was the the interaction of Cable and Bishop, like uh, Bishop Bishop saving Cable from Orcus, and then like dealing with this other threat. I like the children. It's just it feels. I feel like it's a little removed from Fall of X. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, like Orcus is in the background, but like all this is. Like you've got the it's children. Too much going on. The children are like like turning like you know parts of the world into a utopia. It's very Miracle Man, right? Yeah. 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 Which is an interesting story unto itself. But I found myself being like, okay, I just want to get through this really quickly and read X Men Red or yeah. read X Force or whatever. Um, it was just okay. I mean, it's competently done. I like the interaction between Bishop and Cable. I think it being so focused on. Um, the children this time around just wasn't super interesting for me. It's a, I think it's a waste of them because they should be a big bad, and it feels like they're once again kind of getting that cycle of, yeah, we'll trot you out for like two or three issues, and then we'll throw you back in the fucking vault. Yeah. And it's yeah. like it feels these like are that. like uber powered, like super people. Like put, they should be. I there's just something like they've also had thousands, hundreds of thousands of years of progress. Like the fact that they're all these just getting fucked over and getting fucked up. It's like you guys, you all should be better than this. I feel like the Children of the Vault should have been its own like saga within the X books. You know, either before or after like Fall of X, like an Axe or Sins of Sinister. Like these are like like you need the combined force, like all the various X Men groups. Like you need Cable and Bishop. You need X Force. You need Iceman to like go and like you know like deal with this shit versus it being so localized in this four issue miniseries. You also have literally in four issues they'll go. Wait a minute, they're bad. Everyone, take out your eyeballs and start over. Like it's just so they've literally like you said it's so I don't like the storyline because, because they've like, been putting eyeballs in everyone. It's like yeah. a uta- well, I mean that's what you do when you yeah. take over. <laughs> oh, I know, but it's just you. You're right. Like all these random cities are now utopia. Like are they all just gonna like die on the vine and go back to square one? Like it's just a very weird what happened. If it has an impact, I love. If it just sort of closes its loop within four issues, then it's going to be a waste. Yeah, this it's is, a wait and see, yeah. This is one of the things of, like, this this era within comics or the X amount of time that it's been happening is not a landing. Uh, in, there's too much uh, gray area where, like, some of the ideas that they introduce, like the zombies coming back, um, like, all, oh, of, yeah. all of those ideas that they introduced – 
we're very we're very fun, but we don't know how what that timeline looks like. It reminds me of and just like that, you know, when <laughs> thank you for bringing that back. Well, oh, okay, here's why: nice. because you're like, what time are we in? Wait, how long has this been? It's all of that. Those questions. You see when the zombies look like Samantha calling from London. Oh my God, yeah. is that her? Yeah, it's it's too quick the clip, but it's <laughs> it, honestly it just it doesn't feel fleshed out and. I'm having a problem with all of these like teams not working together, especially yeah. Wolverine. Stop hanging out with Hulk right now. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so mad. He's, got, he's at, doing Ghost Rider, then Hulk. Who else is he gonna go see? I know they're all separate. We'll get into uh, this. Maybe a lead into Iceman, but like it just feels like everyone's too disconnected. Here's why I like it. Okay, great. I like. I don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. It's moving too fast. I want to slow down. Rarely is there a good uh, character driven reason to have a comic feel like it's moving too fast and i feel like children of the vault is one of the few examples of like characters who are perfect for that they are their plans are on a time scale that we are just not used to and they will they will rush at a fucking clip to infiltrate the entire world Do do you think one little editor's note or something like that would help that or something in dialogue to maybe maybe i don't know i i think that's probably something maybe only i would enjoy so I don't <laughs> well see. i think i think it feels okay. a little bit like no, to me like be. sense of sinister where i enjoy the content i think the like the overall content the overall storyline all works for me it just it feels i can't get grounded in the world just like i can never get grounded in sense of sinister something like this i think would be super interesting if it was like a kind of almost like a one issue massive crossover event across all the comics that like everyone yeah. sees the children of the vault and they're like whoa what the fuck is oh. this organization i don't have time to deal with this but this seems crazy that that's actually a cool crossover a, like a civilization exactly they, yes but they, they do avengers one time yeah, they do champions yeah, yeah, yeah. they do that's really cool yeah. but i do think i could write that. i could see the potential of like the children of the vault being used in a longer story arc where the children come out of their vaults and they go every time we try to fuck up the x-men they somehow get us back in that fucking vault. What if we took a different tact and we tried to do something and became more like an Orcus and then included this kind of crazy plan to genocide 99% of the human race? What if they... Okay, interesting idea. What if they lose and then they realize they come back out, they go back in the past and create Orcus and they're the, it's like this time loop. So, listen, that, I, I yeah. was going to say that the... The fact that they have been such a large portion, like they were literally, and uh, Serafina was in uh, Hawks, right, or Pot, whichever no, one, uh, X Men number one, actually, right, right after whichever. Hawks. But like that's why, like Hawks they've Hawks. built this up so much to have it getting thrown, like to get thrown away, feels like a miss of like four issues and only two people took care of them. Like if this sets up, you know, more chain of events to get them back as a hook, I think it it's could. great because they are yeah. a good cast and it could honestly. Yeah. Also, I actually really like Cable and Bishop as a duo in this. I think they th- hate each other, and that's fine. They're working together as the buddy cops, the buddy time cops, and I also think that uh, thematically, them as people from a, a distant future versus people who are like accelerate to the future as fast as possible is a great foil. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Um, do you think if they created more vaults, they would, uh, win? That's what they really do you, are. Do you think that's can what we it get is back to the vaults? Yeah. People? What it's about a- the adults of vaults? You know, <laughs> that's the, the spinoff. Uh, yeah. that's a perfect transition to astonishing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. How? How? Explain how. That's a, no, it makes sense. <laughs> it made me want to stop talking about the comic. Go on. Uh, let's talk Steve Orlando and Vincenzo Caratu. Picking up from the last issue, Iceman juggles saving his mom in hometown full of bigots from helium and the elements of death while trying to save himself and having sex with Romeo in the process. Um, what did you think of Orcus commandeering helium and the elements of doom? Math, I mean. Uh, it worked for me. I liked it. Doom meth. That's what now. That's what they are. De- you mean death? Now the elements of doom meth. 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 <laughs> he's like not meth. helium. He's meth. Yeah. Uh, this worked for me. Um, again, it's like um, it seems like like plausible that Orcus would do this and like go after like Bobby's hometown yeah. and like you know try to like like Set fuck with him that way and then basically using it as a ruse to figure out like where he uh where he goes when he's in his like precipitous form was that flashback 
ever on paper before, or was that made up for like the fact I don't that know, like but Judy's a dumb. Oh, you mean when he was a kid, like yeah. in the very beginning? Uh, I I think that was just sort of like it's, it's it's well, it's in there it just to give him a little. It fill feels it out. very inherent of the time. So well, that's like, what I was gonna yeah. say. I just wasn't sure if they if Steve, get away like, from me, Bobby. I'm Judy. What <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like I was like, I feel like there's probably something where there was a character named Judy. Judy involved in a relationship with them. They just happened to use that. She's yeah. great. Um. Uh. Oh no, my only weakness. Helium. <laughs> it's so. It's, it is very it's weird. Really the amount of times helium is referenced in this comic is, is you know, outstanding. The, the it's symbol for helium is he. Oh. oh. This one out. Yes, their pronouns are helium. <laughs> <laughs> the elements of death are more the elements of die themselves. Like I well, they didn't do anything. You've got the classic elements. You've got fire. Rock, heart, <laughs> helium, and heart. It's. I was trying to figure out what they were, and I was like, "God damn it, they look basic." Yeah. Um, if you name a character Paquad, I'm gonna be in for a Moby Dick reference. I'm gonna oh. be fucking in. That's the name of their ship. Okay. Not the name of the whale. The <laughs> whale didn't have a name. <laughs> my my brain. <laughs> Just broke. <laughs> I literally thought about that for three, four times. Like, no, the whales, the, the whales name. The book is, the book is the whale. They're, the book is the, the whale. Book, no, 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 the no, book, no. the whale. The no, whale is actually Moby Dick's monster. The, no, no, the, no, because the mon, no, the monster is. <laughs> oh my god! Adults of the vault. <laughs> um, uh, okay, okay, it's, this is your pitch. Go. So, okay. I love the scene where his mom is hugging her, uh, uh, her as in Bobby, and <laughs> <laughs> and just oh, just shat just shatters, and then she just smiles and go yeah, <laughs> just, oh my God. Do you think just you, like it's a he's fucking gonna be all right, yeah, yeah, just like it's fucking free Willy, just so excited. Do you think this is? new better characterization or do you have like a recency bias or um (laughs) i think as as this being called that uh i i think this mom it feels actually very accurate to what it is she lost her husband she just wants to love her kid i think this this makes a lot of sense she still hates that he's gay as all parents do for their kids but you get it there is the it's 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 a natural as a as a person who has a um, kid parent (laughs) has a parent period no but it's like my you know when i came out my dad wanted nothing to do with me and then over time he still doesn't doesn't want to do it but like for different reasons less homophobic no but it's like you know people it's always a curve it's the same thing they would say to everybody else if you come out you got to give people the same amount of time for them to process. Like it took you X number of years to come out. So like they have to do that too. So I really appreciate the evolution of her character yeah. Yeah. in an organic way that doesn't feel like ham fisted. You know, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's wrap up with X-Men Red number 15, Al Ewing and Ildire Sinar. The Genesis War continues with a flashback of the Fisher King's love and loss, as well as a Trojan seahorse establishing an Okara gate between Mars and Amenth. Hmm. What? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that sentence is going. Hey, then why don't you take that one? Uh, <laughs> you look so confused at me. Um, I have one word. Iceberg. That Iceberg. Was, that was so fucking cool. I know. The way that storm killed that, you know, yeah. chimera. Like This you is know. your new have a taste. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so good. <laughs> Iceberg. Somewhere, somewhere <laughs> Iceman is pissed. He's yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that was my, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's, that's my... I, I thought you were saying, so, like... That was like some code word that we've all used before. Like, yeah. oh, classic case of refrigerating Iceberg. a giant kaiju monster. Yeah, kaiju. That's the word I was looking <laughs> yeah. for. I called him a chimera. It was it was cool to get uh, the backstory of uh, what's his name? Fisher, Fisher King. Fisher King. Yeah, Fisher I King, loved yeah. that very Let's much. Call him King Fisher. Yeah, sounds like a great you got a to seafood see- place to go to. <laughs> know, and a beer right. in India. Yeah. Um, it yeah, I think it was great. His wife seemed so fucking cool. Um, you know, it was very I love like. Her. Very like, like a very tragic backstory. Al Ewing does so good with characterization. Yeah. yeah, that like he makes you care about somebody in under twenty pages. It's fantastic. It was finally nice to get that because I feel like he's been an interesting character in Red this whole time, but it was still just like I don't know what I'm supposed to feel, who he more. is, what's going yeah. on, and I think this locked it in. It was very very well done. If I could guess, Brent poured over that map for like hours. Well, there's only four colors. It's kind of that hard to understand. No, <laughs> yeah, but I Brent was, is colorblind, and I he's also stupid. I was searching to see if this was the 
Mars uh, coastline if Mars had water. Oh, interesting. And what? What's the report? If you want to roll your <laughs> eyes at me, young man, you're not going to get my reports. Okay, I'm a children of the vault. Do not speak. You're to a you young adult of the vault now. <laughs> Okay, um, so and what was the report? Sorry, yeah, let I, mean, me I just said if you're gonna roll your eyes at me, <laughs> young man, you're not gonna get my. Hey, shut up! Talk about the map. What did you think? I thought it was great. Yeah, I think it's um, it's really hard to convey complicated battle tactics and yeah. like what are the stakes of a particular fight if you don't know anything about anything in that goddamn planet. Yeah. Uh, but them kind of pointing out, hey, this is a really important area. They've got a smaller army. That's really weird to show up with the entire, you know, battalion mm-hmm. in a giant uh, new kind of portal. I thought was great. Um, I am a sucker for like in fantasy and sci-fi books, like a map and like a family tree. Yeah. So you give me those two things and I'm just like, I'm in. I'm in. I don't need plot. I don't need stories. I, need, I don't need any of that. <laughs> just I just need me. cartography and like lineage. Hey, also fun to get a little, little more uh, Tarn the Uncaring. Yeah, yeah, turn, yeah, yeah. Turn, I miss him. I like that. I want him to find a way back because he's such a him and the Vile Locusts are such an interesting group. Yeah. I was excited that Sizia of the Smoke got a, a little bit more development than just yeah. be like, I'm on the Night Court or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> <laughs> the Night Court. <laughs> it's her and John Larroquette. <laughs> uh, was it Lycaon? How do the fuck do you pronounce it? The uh, double wolf, double, oh, double penis. Uh, uh, lichen. Like, uh, lichen. Lycan. Lycan. I love that his his justification is like, well, both heads think differently. And you're like, okay. Yeah, two heads are better than one. Yeah. No, they're not. That counts as wisdom, right? Right, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, what a dumb bitch. Love him. Um, L- also, Solemn like getting... Leon? Solemn just getting more time is always... Yeah, love, love him. Solemn. Such a, they're so smart in writing them because it just it makes so much sense that he is such a fan favorite for he's great it's yeah. a really interesting character and like very like the voice is there the character is there like he should be around for quite some time even and the sexualization that he does everyone loves. amoral bisexual fuck yeah um i loved uh genesis's gambit with the uh the giant kaiju it's like oh Fantastic. yeah yeah of course you're gonna of course you're gonna destroy him that's what storm and her forces will do but there's a fucking gate from amenth like, that's gonna come through so so smart what'd you guys think of the other newbie satis exotica who caused that sort of gate to hatch or the crazy thing and then the pink ladies there's like two women. Oh, one yeah. was buff and then one no, but who are those people? I love, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, don't worry about it. I just love when they draw. Like, I don't know. She'll be around. Oh, we'll bring mean, her back in five issues this, or some shit. This is uh, why you mean, sorry, you mean Pink and Kit Omega? <laughs> <laughs> so good. This is why this series is so fun because we just get new mutants constantly just popping in for no fucking reason. Yeah. Oh, and my, I was going to say my favorite panel from the comic was uh, Childhood Weaponless Zen when they showed her. Yeah. Uh, really cool. yeah. She bald as fuck. She got a five head. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she re- mm, yeah. <laughs> she yeah. really does, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's a five-minute cab ride from eyebrow to hairline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, anything else on comics? Uh, no, just a uh, pretty, good, pretty good week for comics. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something <gasps> we've read, seen, and heard, and wanted to share with you our Lil Homos. Almost ran out of breath there, guys. You did it. Mm. I can go first. Yeah. Uh, on Netflix, there is, I believe it's Korean. It's a show called Zombieverse. And so what it is is it's a... Sort of a, I would love to be on this show. It looks incredible. It's basically they like have people show up as they're supposed to be reality. You know how usually I think in many Asian countries they have you can or really in Korea I think you have like viewing parties of the reality show yeah. on the show. Yeah. And so they think they're there watching this like um, you know dating show and they're like wow these people are really kissing fast and all this stuff and then all of a sudden one of them just like tears someone's face off and they're just like what's happening and like they're I, they obviously signed up to be on a reality show i'm sure they were told like things are gonna happen here are some rules of what you can and can't do like it's not like 
anyone trying to like stab or like kill these things. But like they basically just live in a zombie world, and so like they're constantly like in cars. So they didn't like, know they were. I didn't. They, I think they didn't know that they were going to be on this. Sh- like they know they're they're still on a reality show because obviously camera. Like, it's like Love Island. But they're basically yeah. like because like no. they they do like like push the people and like close the doors on them and like there was one where. They, this guy just like shoved this woman down in the in the supermarket like because she was trying to bite him um but like what's fun is like every episode they keep track of who's alive and who's dead and who's infected so what happened more recently i haven't finished it yet but like two people like got infected so they like disappeared during one of the games and then came back and had bite marks on their shirts they were just like big reds and everyone's like they could turn at any moment like it's very very it's very like um throwing a dist uh a dinner mystery party or whatever yes it's like it's just super immersive it's very funny people uh, they take it very seriously there was like some like random actor that was playing like a human character and the woman one of the girls that was like participating saved him and she's like you or he saved her and she's like you have to come with us you have to come with us And he's like i can't you have to go and i was like well yeah because he's acting he literally cannot leave (laughs) so it's just it's a very fascinating thing to watch and like figure out i think it's very similar but really the show is about the people who are producing and making the show <laughs> who think that they're making a tv show would yeah. it it's very similar to it's, ju- it's like basically like up. similar to jury duty where like <laughs> they're oh, yeah. obviously a little bit more in on it but they're like hey like be soft but like pretend you're in a like an actual zombie movie because they have like moments of huge levity because it's like they're like what the fuck is happening here <laughs> it's okay. great i loved it yeah what you got, Kayla? Uh, so uh, I think I'm the only one who's still playing Marvel Snap pretty regularly. Uh, oh, and I was, snap! And I was getting pretty, I was getting kind of bored with it. But this new season that's fo- focused on Loki, because the new season of Loki is going to be starting pretty soon, is really interesting because I um, Loki's card is super cool because like once you play it, um, you get like your opponent's opening hand, but all the cards are like uh, one energy less. And so, like, if you find a way to, like, strategize, I, it's all I've been playing, and I've, like, gotten really far with That's that. Great. It's just, it's made, it's, it's I, what I love about Snap is, like, the fact that, like, every month there is a new season, and some are better than others, obviously, but it is very, very, like, it just keeps, I've never had an online game keep my attention for this long, for nearly a year, they which do is keep wild. Ex- I, I've picked it up a little bit again. I haven't bought in the season pass in two seasons, but did you know that today they nerfed collector? So your Loki <gasps> deck is fucked. <gasps> they nerfed collector they today? They just put him down to 2-0 instead of 2-2. Two, two. So oh, uh, that's not too yeah. bad, I guess. Yeah, Ryan, what do you got? Um, I, uh, I've been listening to this new podcast uh, with Bridger Winnegar. Um, and it's that's uh, not a real name. I <laughs> know. I know. <laughs> he's like he is American. He's like from fucking Idaho or something. But he sounds like he's slightly British. It's weird. Um, but uh, it's the Idaho accent. Exactly. Yeah. Sounds very potatoy. It's, yeah. That potato mouth of his. <laughs> um, it's uh, so it's called I Said No Gifts. And he interviews uh, <laughs> much like this podcast. Sometimes he uh, brings people on and they open presents. And then they have conversations about the presence that they like. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of big comedians have been on it. Uh, Matt Rogers, Vanessa Bayer, like uh, a bunch of like Nicole Byer, like a bunch of really cool comedians have been on it. Um, and it's just interesting. Um, he's a good conversationalist and it's it's a fun listen if you got time. No. Fun. All right. Wait, what's uh, that noise? That noise, as we all yeah. know, <laughs> is the sound of our weekly non-recurring segment. What the pluck was that? Our A friend of ours and his neighbor, uh, they got some chickens to raise uh, and get eggs from. Um, and they are trying to figure out... What, what came first, though? The egg, obviously. <laughs> fucking look at every fucking dinosaur... <laughs> Eggs, obviously. Eggs, eggs, eggs. Um, eggs. So <laughs> all I want is the egg council is like advocating for that. So um, they are trying to name their chicks, and they were uh, gonna go with names of food like pot pie or uh, nugget. That sounds like a fait accompli. Yeah, I'm like, you don't need to label your food this early. But yeah. I wanted to come up with some new names uh, for those chicks. So uh, this is called Pluck Me Daddy. Oh. And you guys uh, will help me come up with names for these six chicks. Uh, a- anything X Men, anything Marvel. Uh, I've got I've got a few here. How about uh, Region of a Clucko? Uh, beak. Beak is good. Beak. Uh, I thought of Beak as well. Uh, Clucker not. Uh, <laughs> Clucker not. Warhin Worthington the third. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, that's good. Airchick Lynch- Lynch- Lyncher. <laughs> mm. uh, and Thunderbird. 
I uh, I can do. I came up with like two very good ones. Well, I guess I came up with a couple more, but they're not really. They're rebrands, but and I had come up with this before. I knew that there were six of them: the Sinister Chicks, and then uh, you'd have yeah. Doctor. They're Bogoctopus. just called. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and then you could still have Vulture. I was trying to think through like most. Some of them still played out. I didn't come up with the rest of them, but I was like, I was just very happy with Sinister Chicks. Well, one's Canadian. Her name is Feather Hudson. She goes by Vindicator. I love oh. that. That's Feather really Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, that's great. So mine, uh, I've got Vivisector, Fat, uh, <laughs> or- <laughs> Orphan Maker, You Go Girl, No, uh, and and Dupe. Uh, they're all known as Eggs Force, but they had to change to Egg Statics. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Didn't really put the eggs and eggs together, yeah, so thank you for that. Wow. I'm like, I was thinking of like Nanny and Orphan Maker. I thought they would be fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Egg Lady. Yeah. Egg, yeah. 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 Egg Woman. Eggs, faxed, eggs um, Factor Investigations. I, but here's the thing. I think you really got something with fat. I think that's <laughs> yeah. a really fat. good name for any pet. Yeah, honestly. it is. Fat. Yeah. yeah. And Dupe. Dupe's a great what name. The, what about Glob Herman? Yeah. <laughs> what about Glob Herman? I know. It's yeah. a, I think the important thing with naming chickens is this. <laughs> so you have fun. The, you got to have fun with it. And also, you got to. If you're not going to cluck yourself, how the hell are you going to cluck anyone else? Can I get a cluck, men? <laughs> it's, Can I get a cockadoodle? <laughs> it's just, yeah. You just got to have fun with it. And yeah. end it with a Y because that's always cuter to name something like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that we was, do this segment every week. Yeah, that was that was actual Lucky. advice about yeah. naming If you things. have good ones, drop them on social. Either drop in our DMs or just send uh, us your chickens. Do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> send us your chickens. Yeah. Send us some eggs. Yeah. Right. Tell us Make the me next, an omelet. Tell us the next animals you want us to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, but you do have to raise them after that. <laughs> it's a legally binding agreement. Okay, that's been our episode. Make sure you check out our Ben Con interview. We will be in Minneapolis this weekend for the Woo-woo. beginning experience. Uh, Kaylin, watch your levels. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, boop, boop. check out our stop it. People have to fucking listen to us. They They've are, turned it off by now. You, we've got new merch out, and also next week is our hundredth, our three hundredth episode. Three hundred. We will be taking your questions. And this mail back is from mail Sparta. I've got to get through these notes. We will be taking your questions. God damn it! Woo woo! Just find us on Twitter at X Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. We've said it 800 times. You. you should remember it. You have recency bias as well. My little homos. Bye. My little homos. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.